Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, kingdom greetings. Good afternoon to some and good evening to others, depending on where you are listening live from right now. It's 4 o'clock here in Oceanside, California. Welcome to uh, the first of our weekly Truth in Life Bible study, uh, Word of God Speak, on our series of eschatology. Uh, And this uh, series is sponsored by Angel Heart Garrison Ministries. I'm Apostle Ramona Haswell, your facilitator in this new series on eschatology on the end time. Uh, Some of you know me as the CAON founder of Angel Heart Garrison Ministries, where our Truth in Life Bible study, Word of God Speaks, originates. And others have found me here from my prayer fellowship, the International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen, Shamar Warriors, and Intercessors of the House of Yehuda, whom I've invited to join us. And I'm coming to you out of our corporate Oceanside chapter, you know, of our uh, fellowship, but here in Oceanside from our 114379 access code. I'm author of many, many books on prayer, fasting, and warfare, and I facilitate workshops and conferences on the subject of prayer and eschatology. Either way, however you got here today, I welcome you all to our Word of God Speak teleconference, line 114379. Thank you for joining us today. I hope to eventually add to this teleconference our ability to chat as well as consecutively facilitate the Bible study course over video stream, some type of video stream. I currently have uh, at my fingertips uh, Google Hangouts. I have Zoom, which I've seen in motion but I haven't used yet, and I have Skype and live stream. But I need to build this audience back up because it's been a long time since I've had a Bible study series, I think since 2016. I'm doing so much on the teleconference, and I know this is the season of the teacher, so uh, um, Father has me just busy, busy uh, from Wednesday to Saturday morning. I'm on some type of teleconference. So I just want you to bear with me today, this first day in our Bible study series. Uh, If you have your Bibles, I encourage you uh, to also purchase an Apocrypha. Uh, That will be uh, accessing that Apocrypha uh, a lot in this uh, series. Uh, You can also download free copies of individual books from uh, various sources online. So I encourage you to go research it, find out what's best for you, and download them. It's it's not a requirement, but I know that you're going to feel lonely out there when you can't follow me when I'm reading out of the uh, one book or another out of the Apocrypha. I also have the Sefer Bible. You know I talk about that one a lot on our 
teleconference line. And so I'm just trying to, you know, give people time to come on the line if they want to come on the line. So I'll just talk about these things, and they can go back and listen to the recording later, and they can get that. I may mention it again toward the end. We're only going to be here at the most an hour. Um, let's see. Um, you can get the CEPA if you like. I got it for about $100. It's a hardback. You see it on um, the Truth in Life page as well as the fellowship page. I have put pictures of this this book on there for you. It, it has um, um, the regular books of the Bible, plus it incorporates the um, apocryphal books. And I love it. It has the names of the Lord incorporated within the scriptures. You you're 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 reading his name, Elohim. You're reading his name, Yahuwah. You're reading the name of of Jesus, his for real name to be Yahushua. You're seeing it here, and it's right here. And you become it. It has caused me to become a little bit more intimate. I've had to start over-reading the Bible because of the incorporated books so that I have a greater understanding of what really went on. I have pieces, I have puzzle pieces that I'm now able to insert in places where I've had questions even from my childhood about what, what really happened here and why did we just drop off talking about this and we went into something else. So these books make connections. The apocryphal books make bring in uh, connections and understanding. Oh, glory to God. <clears throat> so so um, the Seeper is one. I have our, let's see, along with that, what else do I have? I have a strong exhaustive concordance. I have a thesaurus. I'm looking around for my concordance. I can't find it. I, You know, I stop and I do my research and I leave books here and there. I'm not a... Uh, uh, I, I'm not a forgetful person in that area because I'm very organized. I keep my things together. So I think I left my concordance at my mother's house. <laughs> Lord, I think I did. Glory to God. Um, so we have... I have that. And there are three more books that are coming up, and I did place um, those on our uh, Facebook page. Where are they? It's the oh, Yom Kodesh, which is on the feast, the uh, Parsat is the Torah portions, and a lexicon, the names and places. I want to get those three. I don't even know how much they cost, but I know that I'm going to get those books. And you know that I have a book coming out uh, soon uh, called um, entitled Teshubah, Return to Me. And that book started out just talking about the ordinances uh, of Leviticus 23. But holy, oh, Lord God, he has me busy, busy, busy. He gave me what I needed to begin with so that I could understand that I needed to know the beginning now. I needed to know how all this started. I, In order for things to come together, you have to go back to the origin of a thing. And he took me to the origin. And I'm speaking on things in that book that I dare not even just talk about. And he has me, and I, I, I said to him, oh, Lord, 
I can't tell them that. I can't tell them that. And he said, I had to tell you the things that are, that are in this book in order for you to also make the connection. I love how he is bringing his leaders into a knowledge of him and a knowledge of ourselves that we understand how much he loves us and how much uh, uh, he has uh, planned and purposed in us and through us from 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 the beginning the seed of as a seed of Abraham all the way to now and we're in a in a season right now that we're going to be talking about in in these next few weeks on this series of eschatology so uh i believe i mentioned all the books your regular bible also I'm kind of getting deterred from the King James Version. You know, if you know me, you know that I talked about the King James Version like it was the Bible. And now I'm talking about the Seba. It, it has been replaced because there's some things that are going on with the King James Bible that I'm not too uh, pleased with right now. So I would just want to give you your opportunity. I, I When I go online on the, um, um, what is that, the Blue Letter Bible, I use that as my online uh, source, and I go there most time and use that, and uh, usually type from um, just from straight from the CFER when I'm typing because I haven't learned yet how to copy and paste into my Teshuva um, um, yet. So I usually just type those out. So I, I want you to just get familiar with me right now. I'm your facilitator for. Um, this Bible study, and especially for this series, and this what prompted me in this series was um, the uh, book Teshuvah. Uh, so um, there's some there's some need to know information here that uh, Holy Spirit is just rock uh, Oh, I, I will learn. I will learn because I'm learning His name. See, this is new to me. This is this is all new to me, and it all started with me um, learning about the ordinances. I started with Leviticus 23. So uh, as I haven't started the Bible study, I'm just giving you a little introduction right now. So our opening scripture tonight is going to come out of the of the Old Testament book of First Kings. So uh, if you'll get your uh, Bibles or your Sefer, I'm going to read out of the Sefer tonight, I believe. First uh, uh, Kings chapter eight is where we're going, and uh, prepare yourselves uh, for uh, the scripture. Hallelujah. I'm trying to think, is there anything else I need to tell you or talk to you about before we get into the word tonight? Glory to God. It's like being in a, a in a sanctuary and we're just waiting for all the people to come in. Glory to God. And I, I look forward to and I pray uh, for all the um, um, members to come in on these calls, the members of our Facebook page, those that have joined us there to come in on these calls and to listen to the recordings if you don't if you're not unable to come in. This is a good time for me for four o'clock. It's four o'clock here in Oceanside, California. It's a beautiful day here. And um uh my um tomorrow we'll be doing that Shabbat. Um Shabbat means cease and it begins at Five o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 
So that's eight o'clock on the East Coast. But I want uh, I want to uh, start shabbating uh, as the sun is going down on Friday, and then at six a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday morning, we have a little discussion. We come back on the teleconference and we talk a little bit more about the do's and don'ts of of the Sabbath. So we're trying to get you in the mindset of of living a holy and righteous life before to get to get into covenant with uh Yahuwah. Let let's start getting back into covenant. We've fallen away from covenant and he's calling us back. So he's calling his leaders first. He has awoken us to, and he's some of us he had to shake. And I was very shook with Leviticus 23, realizing that I had put away laws that were never to be put away. So, um, and and we can't keep everything. So we're going to get into all of that. Uh, let's see here. Let me get a little music. I want to read. Um, I want to read for you 1 Kings chapter 8, 28 through 30. 28 through 30. Yet have you respect unto the prayer of your servant and to his supplication, O Yahuwah Eloi, to hearken unto the cry and to the prayer which your servant prays before you today that your eyes may be open toward this house night and day, even toward the place of which you have said, my name shall be there, that you may hearken unto the prayer which your servant shall make toward this place, and hearken to the supplication of your servant and of your people, Israel, when they shall pray toward this place, and hear you in heaven, your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. Oh, glory to God. Let us pray. Oh, Father God in heaven, I thank you, Lord God, for each and every person, dear Heavenly Father, at the sound of my voice right now. Oh, we lift up your name, Yahuwah, Yah, hallelujah. And we just praise your name right now, Lord God. We thank you for your presence in this place, Lord God, for you are welcome here. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence in this place and at the place of everyone at the sound of my voice right now, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, you are worthy of praise and adoration. You're worthy to be praised right now. Yes, you are, Lord God. We are thankful to you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning and starting us on the day. We thank you, Lord God, for purpose that you placed in our hearts and in our minds. We thank you also, Lord God, for clarity of vision and soundness of mind. We thank you, Lord God, for the word that shall be spoken today, the Heavenly Father delivered to your people, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you for your word, your reign of revelation, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, that will open the eyes and ears of your people, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, that your word began to make a change in us, Lord God, that we line up with your word, Lord God. Hallelujah. That we line our lives up, Lord God, with your word. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy that you've given us, dear Heavenly Father, time, Lord God, to to figure you out again, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, I thank you for showing us the way that we should go, Lord God, and for helping us, 
through your word, Lord God, to find you again, to repent before you, Lord God, or to bow down before you, submit ourselves to you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, forgive, Lord God, that we've been off the path, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, allow us to come back to you, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, that we can get up so close on you, Lord God, that your your your, your lips are to our ears, Lord God, and our lips are to yours. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God. Bless each and every person on this call today, Lord God. Bless their hearts, Lord God. Bless their minds. Bless their households, Lord God. Give them what they need, Lord God, to continue, Lord God, in the things that you have, you have purposed in their hearts. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, for hearing me when I pray, and I thank you that my prayers do not fall to the ground. Oh, Lord, let the blood of Yahushua, Lord God, oh, Lord God, oh, spill forth over each and every individual on this call, Lord God, and bless us indeed with your word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is a word. Hallelujah. If you know me, you know I've always, whenever I pray, I pray for the eyes and ears of understanding of the people of Yah to be open, that we receive rhema revelation knowledge. I always say that because there's scripture that tells us that he closed our eyes. He, he, he blinded us at one point. But now this is the season that our eyes, that he's waking us up and he's saying, open your eyes. There's some things I want you to see. There's some things I want you to know. There was a time he said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Now he's bringing knowledge to us, even knowledge of ourselves. So this is the time that that the people, the sheep should be drawing in to hear the truth of the word. They can't go everywhere to hear that truth anymore. The church has changed. The church is uh, not doing what it's supposed to do, but God has called leaders out of the wilderness for his purpose in this end time hour. Ha! I'm also praying that y'all's grace remain to give us opportunity to teshuvah, repent, and return to him. For this is the season of repentance in this eschatological hour to return to the ways of Yah. For I know that I was called forth out of the wilderness for this hour and for this end time purpose to help people of Yah find their way as we are waking up. See, there's a shaking and awaking going on coming out of a fog. Some of us realizing who we are and others still searching for truths to be set free. The word of God sets free. Indeed, we have much to learn in a little time, uh, but, but because I believe Yah knows what he's doing, this, this is purpose. He's given us more than enough time to give what he wants us to know as he requires us to know his voice and to walk in his commands before the return of his son, Yahushua. And since we know not the day nor the hour, we can watch the prophecies and the note uh, and, and note the season. There's a lot going on. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. At the same time that I'm on this call, I also have my Truth and Life uh, Facebook page up just in case people are having trouble getting on the call or something. You can just um, note it in the post and so that I can see what's going on. So I go back and forth. I uh, go back and forth sometimes to music. I go back and forth because music, you know, I'm a prayer warrior. So music is my life. Also, I use uh, music is a part of me. It's attached to me. So you're always going to hear some music coming from over here. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. So we're in that hour of repentance right now. Uh, we have we have a lot to learn in a little time. I've used that word bamboozled a lot. Um, uh, we've been bamboozled. We were taught some things that were not true. We've been taught half truths. We've been we've been uh, 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 observing holidays and things like that that we shouldn't be observing. We've been bamboozled. So uh, Yahuwah wants us to know the truth. That set free truth. Uh, we've been fooled. Bamboozled means we've been fooled. The word of God even warns us that we'll one day open our eyes and ears to know that even the very elect have been fooled. They've been bamboozled. So it's not a new thing that the very elect is going to sit up under churches uh, still hearing the same old word over and over again and not getting an understanding and the true revelation of the truth. As we are awakening, we are searching for truths regarding where we are, who we are, and what we're supposed to be doing in this end time hour. And we're no longer looking to the church to teach from the scriptures like they're reading fairy tales. You hear the same stories over and over again, but there's some there's a there's a word that's lifting up off these pages. It's a rhema word as you begin to read, and Yah is making some connections. Uh, uh, oh my goodness! What is that word? He's 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 the uh, Holy Spirit is doing some things and he's revealing and unveiling some things to us and we're getting revelation and so um, Yah is leaving has has leaders out there that that he is uh, uh, in this teacher season that he is drawing you to. Because we're saying the words that he's spoken in your spirit. We are drawing, he is drawing you with his word. So we're finding out, you're going to find out who you are, you're going to find out where you are, and you're going to find out what you're supposed to be doing as we're in this Bible study series. John 8, let's turn there, John chapter 8, the New Testament, um, verses 31 through 47. I want to read that to you. I do a lot of, and please take notes. Uh, in the times before, I used to have a syllabus, and I would determine whether or not I have syllabus, but that was at the time I didn't have these books. So I have quite a few books out there, and uh, uh, so I've got to decide d- decide whether or not I'm going to have a syllabus. Uh, I suggest that you get my book, Taste You Bar, when it comes out. And the forward is written by Minister Patricia Tyson, a friend of mine from long ago. And um, I just love her. And she was my first experience to the Hebrew Israelite. And it became, it was a bit too much. So I kind of, kind of backed up a little bit when I began to hear her talk. And I'm telling you, I've been working on this book for about two years now. So uh, in this two-year period, my life has changed. My, my life has changed drastically because finally, finally, I've gotten the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So let me read to you John chapter 8, verses 31 through 47. And it said, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. 
But we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We've never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean? You member of the family? Oh, wait a minute. minute. What do you mean you will be set free, Jesus replied. I tell you the truth. Everyone who sins is a slave of sin. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. So if the son sets you free, you're truly free. Yes, I realize that you are descendants of Abraham, and yet some of you are trying to kill me because there's no room in your hearts for my message. I'm telling you what I saw when I was with my father, but you are following the advice of your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared. No, Jesus replied. For if you were really the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Instead, you're trying to kill me because I told you the truth, which I heard from God. Abraham never did such a thing. No, you are imitating your real father. They replied, we aren't illegitimate children. God himself is our true father. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me because I've come to you from God. I am not here on my own, but he sent me. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It's because you can't even hear me. For you are the children of your father, the devil, and you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. He's always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it's consistent with his character, for he's a liar and the father of lies. So when I tell you the truth, so when I tell the truth, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truthfully accuse me of sin? And since I'm telling you the truth, why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. Hallelujah. I was talking to somebody about my new revelations, about uh, what uh, I had found. And this, this person that I was talking to, been in the church a long time, staunch deaconess, you know, she she knows the word. She's she's right on for God. She's right there. And she told me, she sound like you, she said, you sound like some of the people in my church. She said, they are talking about this Hebrew stuff. They are talking about this and that. And she said, but she said, I like the old way. I like the old way. That's where I am. That's where I am. So there's going to be some people like those in in, that were coming out of Egypt that are not going to. uh, um, mm, I'm not saying that they won't get to the promise. That's not what I'm saying. But they will be stuck where they are and won't be able to move forward in what God is doing right now. And so you have to understand everybody is not going to believe what you believe. Everybody is not about to go where you're going. And so you're going to have to make some choices. Uh, So as we are waking up, he's speaking through other unknowns as myself. As Moses was also an unknown until his time and season, just as John the Baptist, uh, as he also prepared the way for, for Yahushua and his first coming, we are now leaders in his return soon to come. It's our responsibility to teach the truth so that the others may be set free. So there's a set free word that's going out right now as you're waking up, and it would behoove you to hear that word and hold on to it 
Uh, 2 Timothy 2 and 15 tells us to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So he always leaves a blueprint. And a blueprint has clues for us to follow as we search out his truth. Our first Bible study in this new series will take you back to some Old Testament teaching, to the blueprints and the shadows, to bring you to a New Testament understanding to assist you in grasping some of the things that you'll be learning here. I was uh, listening to Hebrew ministry evangelist. Myra Waiters this is my first time seeing her, and it was on a YouTube video entitled Yahushua's Call, uh, Second Exodus Coming Out of Egypt Again. And I sat there and I listened, and, but it helped me with my outline to begin this series, what I heard from her, because I'm so full of information. Uh, uh, Holy Spirit has revealed so much to me. I was concerned how I could avoid regurgitating to you all at once. See, I got so much in you. I, you know how somebody gets excited and they just want to tell you everything? I know I can't tell you everything at once. So she gave me a starting point. She gave me a place to start. Um, it, it helped me to find that rhythm to pace myself. And so this is a good uh, conversation that we're having, uh, flowing into this eschatological uh, conversation. We're going to do it smoothly. Uh, I encourage you to go and listen to Evangelist Waiters. We have connected. I like her, and we've connected. She's uh, she's a bit uh, to the point and exact, but I'm that way too. So, uh, uh, you know, so I like her. Uh, as we prepare for the day at hand, the word of Yah tells us in Malachi chapter 3, always giving your scriptures, always have your pen and pad, always have your, your computer, have something where you can jot down these uh, scriptures and go back and reference for yourself. You can never take the word of an individual. I don't care who that individual is. You go back and you go back to those scriptures and you allow rock, hakadosh, to, that's the Holy Spirit, you allow Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into all truth because he certainly will. And as it continues to line up with what, he's, what I'm speaking, then we're, we know that we are on the right road together. Uh, so uh, let me read Malachi chapter 3. Because in 3, it tells us that he uses his Levites the fivefold. See, there are some Hebrews that that don't think that um, uh, the fivefold is necessary. There's some. There's a lot going on out here because everybody's trying to get an understanding. First of all, of really, who, what's going on? And so everybody has their opinion. Everybody has their uh, uh, version of what they believe. But there are some believe that the fivefold are not necessary in this end time hour. But we're in the same uh, place that the apostles and um, uh, 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 now now some of these other names, yes, I understand. But they're all in the New Testament, and um, that's not fake. That's not phony. Um, 
the, the need for the leaders right now is very vital. There are sheep out here that don't know his voice. There are sheep out here that need, that need to be pulled in, and he's drawing them to his leaders that he is prepared to uh, help get them on the right path. Uh, and through uh, the leading of Rock Hakadash, they will find the right path. And so they're going to find their path to these to us, the leaders, and we will be able to give them the word that sets them free. He never said there would be no trouble. He said that he would be with us through the storms and the fires. He said he would give us opportunity to repent and to return to him, and that hour has come. So he's prepared a way. I just love him. I just love the Lord God Almighty. I love him because he loves us. He first loved us, and he made a way. He planned this thing. Uh, We're going to learn that he even told Abraham what we were going to go through. The descendants, many descendants were going to go through some things, and he told him that as he was making covenant with him, not just in Egypt, but also here. So Malachi 3, 1 through 4 says, Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me, and the Lord will whom you seek, shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant, whom we delight in. Uh, Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts, but who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire and like full of soap. And he shall sit as a refiner and purifier of silver, and he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering in righteousness. Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord as in the days of old, as in former years. Hallelujah. John 8 32 and 36 says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. So if the Son makes you free, you will be free indeed. Hallelujah. Our ancestors were kidnapped and brought to America through the transatlantic slave trade. First uh, Timothy 1 and 10 says, we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully realizing the fact that law is not made for a righteous person, but for those who are lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers, ten, and immoral men, and homosexuals, and kidnappers, and liars, and perjurers, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound teaching, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted. We still live in the land of our captivity today. If you go and listen to the YouTube ministries uh, through videos of Minister Myra Waiters that I was talking about before, she's from the People of the Way Fellowship. Uh, She will focus on the political and the physical details. As I also go into uh, much of that detail in my explanations in my book, Teshuvah, where we both go into uh, detail along those lines. We both, we're both talking about the same thing, but she puts a lot of emphasis in her videos uh, on the political and um, the racial side of all this going on. But I want to focus not on the politics, but of the rhema revelation of who we are and how we got here without getting too much into those areas. 
though I will address them in more detail as I began to speak on Christianity and how we drifted into paganism um, more than once and, you know, just how we got off track. So um, Abraham, I'm I'm just giving you some little droplets today. I'm just giving you some of the things that we're going to be talking about in this series. Abram received the promise at the age of 75. Jacob came into the picture uh, 60 years later. And so Jacob was 130 when all of Israel ended up in Egypt. So if we put all those numbers together, they they equal out to 215 years. My husband and I were discussing just the other night of how the Israelites ended up in Egypt because of the incident of Joseph interpreting the dreams of the Pharaoh regarding the fat and the lean cows, remember, which led him to finding his brothers and his father. See, so much happens if we just go do do what, go by the lead of Raul Kakadash. Go, let him lead you, and though you may go through the storms and the fires and the, and the floods, you might be going through some things, but there's a purpose in God's plan. And look, they ended up in Egypt because of that Pharaoh that that really um, um, prospered off of his right hand man who wore his ring, Joseph. So uh, by he, so when it all came down to it, the Pharaoh invited uh, Joseph to bring his entire family, all of them, to Egypt. And so they into his his kingdom, into his area, and so. Um, uh, that's where they began to live. So we see uh, they lived, but the problem is that Pharaoh died. And, and then another Pharaoh came into the picture who didn't have a personal relationship with Joseph. And instead of him feeling like the first Pharaoh felt about the Israelites, uh, he began to feel threatened by their numbers. And he issued an edict of slavery that kept them in bondage uh, to a completion of 430 years in Egypt. So the Israelites were in Egypt for 250 years, and it all totaled out for, to 430 years. We first talked about uh, Jacob and, and Abram. Uh, those, two, uh, those 215 years, and add those together, you got 430. However, I have a formula for 490 years because I know I had a number of 490 years somewhere, and so I intend to find that because it was right on the on on the point. Because the reason that the Egyptians, uh, I mean the Israelites, uh, were went into captivity wasn't because of anything Pharaoh did. It was that uh, Holy uh, Yahuwah. Use that incident and that fear of that Pharaoh, his own fear, to uh, allow the the Israelites to be enslaved because they had not been keeping uh, the Sabbath and they well they had not been following uh, ordinances. So they knew the ordinances and they had not been following them, and that one included remembering the Sabbath day. And so uh, for the days that they did not honor the Sabbath day, those days were calculated, and it ended up being the 430 or the 490 years. So I've heard it a couple of ways, but I really like that last way that I was explaining it to you just now because those 430 years matter. Um, The the 
Exodus 12:40 tells us that they did live in Egypt for 40 430 years. It says, now the time that the sons of Israel lived in Egypt was 430 years. And at the end of 430 years, to the very day, it says, all the hosts of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. Therefore, their sojourney was 430 years. So we know that that first bondage at that time uh, was out of was an exodus out of Egypt. However, Yah specifically speaks of another bondage again in Genesis chapter fifteen, and it speaks on the four hundred years. And so Genesis fifteen twelve and fourteen from the NIV says, as the sun was setting. <clears throat> excuse me. Just, So Genesis 15, 12 through 14 says, As the sun was setting, Abram fell into a deep sleep, and a thick and dreadful darkness came over him. Then the Lord said to him, Know for certain that for 400 years your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own, and that they will be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, and after they will come out, with great possessions. This is the same thing that happened to Egypt. See, when I'm talking to you about blueprints, there's blueprints in the Old Testament. Some people say, oh, we don't want to, some people don't acknowledge the Old Testament. We know that the Israelites, yes, the Torah is it. And the Torah is the blueprint. So we have to go back to that blueprint and um, see what happened before because it's going to happen again. So we see that uh, for 400 years, there's a people, the Israelites, it says, will be strangers in a country not their own, and they will be enslaved and mistreated there. But I will punish the nation. They serve as slaves, and afterward they will come out with great possessions. And so that's the same thing that happened with Egypt. Uh, They went through, the Egyptians went through plagues. They went through those uh, um, uh, different plagues that didn't touch the Hebrews, but they touched them. They touched the Egyptians. And finally, Pharaoh said, uncle, and he let his let God's, Yah's people go. And then he got a change of mind, and he sent some, some his soldiers after him, and it ended up that he lost all his soldiers. So, uh, so we know that, we know that uh, uh, story. So we see from that scripture that the sec- second exodus will not be from Egypt which is the first Babylon, but from a country that is not their own, that there is not the Israelites, and that would be the current Babylon. And we're going to talk about who the current Babylon is later. Uh, I, I need you to read Psalm 83. Uh, it describes the plight of these people and, and what they would go through during these 400 years, how they will go on ships to another country that that is not their own, that they've never, and they would not see Egypt again. And as we do some historical research, we find that an edict was passed by a pope uh, um, that that originated to the door opening to slavery, 
And I speak a lot about that in my book, Teshuvah. I take you through Negro land. I take you to the lost tribes. I take you to, I take you to some steps. Well, really, uh, Rock Hakadosh really is the one taking you through because there were some things I didn't even want to talk about, but He said it had to be. It had to be discussed. And so there it is in black and white, and that book will be coming out pretty soon. Deuteronomy 28, 68, talks about the bondage of the first, uh, uh, it doesn't talk about, it talks about the, 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 let me read it. The Lord will bring you back to Egypt in ships. So Egypt, in this sense, is the second Egypt. Egypt number two, that Babylon, that Babylon number two in ships. By the way about which I spoke to you, you will never see it again. And there you will offer yourselves for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but there will be no buyers. There was nobody to to get um, us out of that situation. Nobody has ever been able to rescue us out of our situation. So this is, as I alluded to earlier, that which uh, Evangelist Waiters focuses uh, her videos in that series that I was watching. She discusses, uh, let me see, um, that we are still in bondage to laws that separates us through institutional slavery, racism, executive orders, um, uh, which is the Emancipation Proclamation. It's not, um, it's not a law. It's an executive order. The 13th Amendment, she talks about that, that it abolished slavery and involuntary servitude except for crimes. When you are incarcerated, you are again a slave. The 14th and 15th Amendments apply to states. She talks about the separation of church and state, and there's in particular the bill um, uh, dated May 15, 2007, H.R. Uh, 1242. So she gets into the politics of the conversation. And I don't get that deep into the politics, so I suggest that you go and listen to her because, uh, you know, I, I recommend her to you. Galatians chapter 3, verses 16 through 17 says, Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed repeated by Moses and Aaron, and transferred through Joshua and Caleb. He doesn't say two seeds with an S. He says one seed, to his seed. It's referring to uh, just one. And to your seed, that is Christ, Yahushua. What I'm saying is this, the law which came 430 years later, does not invalidate a covenant previously ratified by God so as to nullify the promise. Therefore, our covenant still withstood those first 430 years. An observance of his laws and ordinances still required. We're told that in the 16th chapter of the Apocryphal Book of Jubilees. I don't know if I'm going to read that tonight. My 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 throat is getting tired. You hear me talking low and talking slow. So my throat is getting tired. I did some preaching last night. I did some praying last night. And I'll be doing some more praying and teaching tomorrow night and some more praying and teaching on Saturday. So we read in the passage earlier that the second bondage is because Judah refused to keep the laws. 
Ten Commandments, and they even went as far as not only to disregard the Sabbath, but to worship idols. So for this reason, y'all already know in the end from the beginning, put them in bondage for another 400 years. Acts chapter 7, verses 6 and 7 says, And God spake on this wise, Take his, excuse me, that his seed should sojourn in a strange land, and that they should bring them into bondage and entreat them evil four hundred years. And the nation to whom they shall be in bondage will I judge, said God. And after that shall they come forth and serve me in this place. Glory to God. This is also confirmed in the Apocrypha book of Barak. Uh, let's go to Barak chapter 1 and in verses 15 to 22. And it says, and you shall say, the Lord our God is in the right. But there's open shame on us today, on the people of Judah, on inhabitants of Jerusalem, and on our kings, our rulers, our priests, our prophets, and our ancestors, because we have sinned before the Lord. See, they re- they admitted it. See, you have to admit it before you repent. You got to admit admit that you've sinned. You got to admit the sin. We have disobeyed him and have not heeded the voice of the Lord our God to walk in the statutes of the Lord that he set before us from the time when the Lord brought our ancestors out of the land of Egypt until today. We've been disobedient to the Lord our God. We've been negligent and not heeding his voice. So to this day, there have clung to us the calamities and the curse that the Lord declared through his servant Moses at the time when he brought our ancestors out of the land of Egypt to give to us a land flowing with milk and honey. We did not listen to the voice of the Lord our God in all the words of the prophets whom he sent to us, and he's sending you prophets now. But all of us followed the intent of our own wicked hearts by serving other gods and doing what is evil in the sight of the Lord our God. So what they are talking about is what they did to reap the judgment of Yah to go into that second bondage. And as he did with those in bondage that first time, the word of God says in the book of Jubilees that they were in bondage, I mean in the book of Exodus, they were in bondage to the day for 430 years. We just read it. Exodus 12, 40, 41. 430 years to the day. Now, Israel, especially the tribe of Yehuda, has been sentenced to 400 years, which I will believe will also be to the day. And y'all will return Yahushua, he's going to turn to Yahushua, and he's going to say to him, the time is now, because we know that no man knows the day nor the hour, not even the angels or Yahushua. So Yah has to tell him, oh, the time is now. And Yahushua is going to rescue his people. I've been talking about on our fellowship page how um, uh, in, I believe it's Revelation chapter 3, and nine, I believe, in the book of Revelations, just let's say, he tells the angels to 
but hold back, hold back. Uh, don't touch the earth or the or the trees or anything until you make sure that my people called by my name have that covenant seal in their foreheads. You know about that seal. Oh Lord, I am I'm, I'm slowing down. I feel it. I know I'm giving you a lot to chew on today. So I'm going to just tell you like my aunt, Pastor Denotra Johnson, once told me. She encouraged me to learn to eat the watermelon and spit out the seeds. That was some good advice because it helped me to look at myself and become a little bit more tolerant to hear the word that I might not agree with at the time, but take a little bit of it and spit out what I don't, you know, agree with and come back to it. Sometimes you have to come back and and hear it again from another perspective, and that's why I I suggest uh, uh, Evangelist Waiters to you because she's another one uh, that could, could help you in your understanding regarding this end time hour. So I suggest the same to you, so that in your next sitting, you'll be able to digest more and more and more to enable you to receive the word of truth and be set free. I hope you not only enjoyed this first session, but that you received a revelation this evening. Somehow found some new word, somehow got a new understanding. So I look forward to you returning next week to be fed with just a little bit more each time. Glory to God. Let us pray. Father God, I just thank you right now for each and every individual on the call, Lord God. Let the word that they have heard in their ears, Lord God, be a word that takes them, Lord God, to new new places. I thank you, Lord for the revelation word that they've received, let it be like a seed and that they digest in their spirit, Lord God, and that it become, Lord God, uh, uh, that it begin to manifest, Lord God. Hallelujah. Let it manifest in them, Lord God, to receive a, a, a enormous harvest, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. I encourage you, if you have not already done so, to join our Truth in Life Word of God Seek Bible Study Facebook page, as well as our International Fellowship of Prophetic Watchmen, Shamar Warriors, and Intercessors of the House of Yehuda's Facebook page. There's no membership fee or assessment fee for any of these. Uh, we have a Shabbat Shalom series that you are welcome to join each Friday evening and Saturday morning uh, from our 145-391 TalkShoe teleconference line. As a reminder, don't forget to join us next week on our 114379, same place, same time, as we continue our series on eschatology. Hallelujah. I encourage you to um, pick up some of my books, Teach Me to Pray is a good one, Teshuvah, 
coming soon. And the truth about fasting and prayer uh, are ones that I am recommending at this time. To uh, pick up any of my books, you can go to angel-heartgarrisoncollectiveworks.webs.com. Thank you for joining our Bible study tonight on the Truth in Life, Word of God Speak, Bible Study Talk Show, Corporate Prayer Teleconference Line. I look forward to seeing you here hopefully Friday and Saturday this weekend and again next Wednesday, same time, same access code, 114379. This is Apostle Ramona Haswell saying thank you for joining me. Shalom. Grace and peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.